0: Wentworth recovered consciousness with his head in Nita's lap, cold wind whipping his face from the forward rush of the taxi. When he had recovered fully, they left that taxi, walked westward several blocks before they caught another. They did that twice more before Nita left Wentworth to enter an old rooming house. As he waited at the mouth of an alley, he frowned at the pounding ache in his head. If he closed his right hand, red-hot pincers tore at the muscles of his forearm— There was an ugly bluish lump on his forehead. It was pain even to think, but he must. Nita had trouble locating a taxi. She had told Wentworth and had returned just as the man clubbed him to the pavement. She had charged forward, shooting, but the tough and the gang chief had ducked into a dark doorway. She had then persuaded the taxi driver to help her with Wentworth. Persuaded? Wentworth asked her curiously. Her answer had been to expose an automatic in her palm. Wentworth reviewed these things as he waited for her now. Within ten minutes she emerged from the black mouth of the alley. She was as vastly changed as Wentworth had been when he had discarded the disguise of Limpy McGee. Her furred suit was modeled exquisitely to her slender figure, and a jaunty Pied Piper's hat sat upon her curly hair. Now at last she was herself— Nita Van Sloan, whose face and name were well known in the highest circles of the city's society, and who, alone among women, knew the spider's secret. Wentworth ordered the new cab driver to hurry to police headquarters. He stripped off all disguise and leaned back, eyes closed, on the cushions. Nita sat erectly beside him, holding his hand in both of hers, while he told her with concise phrases what had happened in Colin's saloon. As always, when he was with Nita, there was a strange mixture of joy and sorrow in his heart. Joy in her presence, sorrow that they could never be more to each other than this. For the spider could not marry, not while death and disgrace might drop a halter about his neck at any hour of day or night, not while underworld and police hunted him with drawn guns. Both underworld and forces of the law hated him with an equal fervor. The criminal hate was born of his untiring efforts to purge their ranks. The police hated him for his uncanny speed of action, for his solution of gigantic crimes that put to shame their most furious efforts. He made a mockery of their best men by his ability to seize their prey before they even suspected who that prey might be. Technically, the spider was a murderer who boasted of his kills by printing a glowing red spider-shaped seal upon the foreheads of his prey. It did not matter that he killed only those who deserved to die. These things were a barrier to the love of Nita and Wentworth, and he had struggled desperately to put her from his mind and heart. But love had proved stronger than his will. He had told Nita of his work, and, far from turning her from him, the altruism of his thankless and untiring labor for humanity had drawn her into his arms. They had pledged together an undying fight against the criminal foes of mankind. But Wentworth had forbidden Nita to follow him into the underworld on his latest crusade. The underworld had turned too brutal, too fearless. Robbery, murder, rape were rife. The series of brutal murders that had been committed during the last thirteen weeks, regularly every Thursday night at eleven-thirty o'clock, was another phase of the criminal revolt. Then there were the amazingly spectacular and successful robberies, with a loot totaling well over a million— The hellish part of it all was the utter collapse of legal machinery, the all-powerful political protection afforded for the offenders. No, Wentworth did not want Nita to enter the underworld, but she had persisted, assuming the disguise of an old peddler-woman to seek information that would help the spider in his fight. As Wentworth finished his recital, Nita squeezed his hand. "'I, too, have learned something,' she said quietly. "'This new leader of the underworld calls himself—' The Death Fiddler. Wentworth frowned, then smiled tightly. That then explained the violin brand that he used. Without warning, Nita was thrown against him. The taxi whirled unexpectedly to the left, tires shrilling. The driver twisted a white face about. Gang had the street blocked, he called back in explanation. Saw him just in time. Wentworth nodded, his lips grim. This was the sort of thing that went on all the time. Police apparently helpless, insurance companies raising their premiums for robbery insurance. It's damnable that police can't stop this sort of thing, Wentworth said to Nita thinly.